0: Finally, yeah. Everything's going. All the stuff is being notified, everything's taking place. Sounds so. like little... uh, Good evening, everybody. This is... How long has it been? Probably been close to a month at this point. Okay, so like a month since we last did our show. Uh, I guess what Charles would call, uh, I guess, our, our vacation, our little break before season two so
1: we basically renegotiated some salaries here
0: yeah so we are now in season two of our show uh i guess our second year here and we decided to make this one a nice and extra special show being our football extravaganza so are we on yeah yeah we're on okay our football extravaganza where we will discuss the nfl college football
2: the XFL, the
0: XFL, maybe even the CFL, if we even get to it. <laughs> See what the heck is going up in, uh good old
2: crazy Canada up there. I'm hoping that our good friend, uh, good friend Freddie, will pop in because he is, or Bu, actually, the two of them know quite a bit about the CFL. Definitely more than us.
0: So. I guess, what, 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 you know what, what, what can we start with? What can we start with the show with? Because we got uh, NCAA Football 09 on the Wii on, on display here.
2: And just as a note, we're going to be absolutely terrible at this because we're playing with the, the typical Wii remote, the Wii mode. So,
0: yeah, this is uh, something new. We, we have no idea what the heck is going to happen. And uh, all right, so what can we start with? We can start with our hopes and dreams for this season, I guess, to start. For, uh, well, let's, let's say our, our allegiance is first. Uh, for me, college football, Florida State, uh, and, of course, secondary and tertiary, I would say, would be FIU and FAU. Those are the schools that I went to. And, unfortunately, I cheer for the Dolphins. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm all ready for the tank this season.
2: Uh, 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 for me, my primary is UCF, where I went to undergrad. Uh, My secondary is FIU, where I went to law school. My tertiary is Tulsa, because that was where I was born, Um, and that's going to be very interesting because UCF and Tulsa play each other this year, although really that doesn't mean anything to me because I'm obviously cheering for UCF 100%. For pro football, the Jaguars, I guess, I really couldn't care. Well, I could care less, um, somewhat, uh, but I don't really have an established team because I'm from Orlando and there really isn't a team there and I never really jumped on board with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Someone has to be a Jaguars fan, yep. (laughs) Okay. Although my original reason for liking the Jaguars is now over in Los Angeles, Blake Bortles. Um, And he seems to be doing well. A lot of people think... People are jokingly saying there's a quarterback controversy. There's not. Um, but he's doing well, so hopefully he'll do like a year or two in L.A., get better, and then he can become a starting quarterback elsewhere. That's the hope. Mm-hmm. Because he definitely has the talent to do it. He just uh, – the, the quarterback <laughs> – I mean the, – The coaches at Jack, uh, in Jacksonville suck. Everyone knows that.
0: Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll all right fine i'll, I'll give you the I'll, I'll let you have it
1: uh all right charles what about you I right, i mean for college it's the the convict university university of miami and that's more so because i've lived in miami for so long well long enough compared to all the other areas in florida that actually, have colleges. I don't have really a secondary or tertiary because FAU and FIU are not programs I I chose to spend my money on. No offense, to anybody's loyalties. I mean, good for them. They succeed. I'm afraid that if FAU or FIU succeed in any kind of program building there, they would charge additional monies to their law school, and future law students don't need that issue. And then for professional football, I'm a Tennessee Titans fan. So as Francisco is waiting for a Tankathon 2020, or I guess 2019. I'm waiting for, you know, nine and seven fourth year in a row, trying to uh, pray that Marcus Mariota gets healthy, or I'm going to be praying to Ryan Tannehill to be our stable quarterback for the remainder of the season. And that's kind of like a, you know, monkey's paw kind of wish right there. Uh, well, he's actually not looked so bad in the preseason. He yes, hasn't. But, you know, it's still preseason. And when you're coming out as the second unit, everything going to make you look good. Both guys have health issues, and you know, Mario's about accuracy problems. And whoops, hold on a second.
0: I put put the cheat codes, and I'm winning 126 to nothing right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, you would never have beaten me. I would never win.
2: Nope. Who modded this game? (laughs) I think, uh, I think EA Sports modded it. Oh, gosh. Um,
0: all right, let me fix that up. All right, uh, Free DLC.
2: Well, isn't that kind of, uh, isn't that kind of an oxymoron, free DLC? Free, at least no, days? well, Ooh. DLC used to be free. I know. At it least used to days. be free. At least these days it's an oxymoron. Thanks, like, EA. Well, EA, Activision,
0: Ubisoft, all of them. Mm. freaking screwed us over. I mean, ugh. But whatever. Anyways. I uh, what's the first topic I want to talk about.
2: Um, I don't know. Since we have BU here, uh, well, I don't know. We should go to. The, I guess we should do the the breaking news of the day, which is the introduction of the team names and logos over in the XFL.
0: Okay. All right. We can uh, we can do that while I'm setting this up here. Let's go on to our our search screen here. Our lovely search screen, brand new for uh, for this episode.
2: All right, so uh,
0: it's not even the X. The X doesn't even mean anything in XFL, does it?
2: Not anymore. Although it never actually did. Uh, people thought it meant like extreme or something, but it really didn't. It was just X for some reason. It's the X Football League, which. Actually, after one year, it did become the X Football League. But a ps
0: All right, so we need our resident Vince McMahon expert here, Charles. <laughs> uh, what do
1: Why? Why now? Why the timing now for Vince McMahon? <laughs> because the time is now. As the pressure in the wrestling world for those who are now coming in back to our season premiere, and also past listeners and listeners. I have kind of a weird relation with Vince McMahon. You know, we, we're kind of tied together till we die. It's kind of like Captain America and Red Skull. So I kind of take that battle. <laughs> for the last 20 years, I've just pr- been trying to figure out what that man, the boss, has been doing. The XFL for in the past around, what, Circus 2000? And it bombed. It bombed terribly. But I guess, you know, you know what they say, fall off that horse, get back up on that horse, Right. So Vince decided to sell some of his shares, a good amount of his shares, um, in the WWE to refinance, rebuild the concept of the XFL and his other sports conglomerate. This led to a trickle down effect of uh, Ebersol, NBC, and a few other guys who were basically saying, uh-uh-uh, we're going to beat you to the punch, and led to the creation of the AAF, American Alliance of Football, or Alliance of American Football, of America. and we all know turned. Thank you. See, it's not even important enough to remember. You, <laughs> you know, but I guess there wasn't really an alliance to save him, huh? Gondor's not getting great today, huh? Sorry. So, the time is now because Vince is working for February 2020 to release it. They have eight cities, eight locations, and today they a logo and team names. Some of them pretty cool, some of them meh, unimaginative. And the reason why, my sneaky, sneaky suspicion of why... The time is now to kind of get on going. Is for two reasons. One, NXT, the I guess tertiary wrestling program, is, is now being going to USA uh, for a two-hour live stream instead of going on the WWE network to combat against AEW, All Elite Wrestling, head by you know Tony Khan, son of Shad Khan, owner of Jacksonville Jaguars. And oh. uh, second reason. Why Vince would do this so you know he's going to kind of focus his things to back to poor go back to it and the second thing and I think the most obvious reason is that the AF failed and if the AAF failed because they tried to be too much of the goody two-shoes and you know having the nose so far up the behind of the NFL said we want to make this developmentally we're not going to be unique at all we're going to be boring the XFL saying screw that screw them we know you still want some football let me give you some stuff we're gonna have three points four point plays hell maybe we'll go seven point plays down the line we're actually gonna have real quarterbacks that you know because listen i'm not saying that landry jones or ryan mallet are anything up to snuff but i at least know who they are <laughs> these are guys who actually started professional football games and were on the practice squad staying on the practice squad being used for scouting practice squad and the only claim they think they have is they played themselves in madden in a franchise mode and won a Super Bowl there. So it was the perfect tiding of the storm. That kind of came in. And today, to release the logos. And guys, I got to say, for me, them Dallas Renegades and the yeah, St. Louis Battlehawks, looking pretty good. And I, I do agree with BFL sounds pretty good, too. <laughs> but I don't know if we can get an outside investor as well. All right, so let's... Although let's I
2: look. will say this. I want you to pull up the side-by-side of... Seattle's logo and UAB's logo. Okay, well, let's, let's go
0: through the logos and the names first, and then we'll, we'll give our criticisms for them after that. So uh, we got sportslogos.net up. So Chris Creamer, uh, you know, uh, we love his website, and we're going to use it to uh, review
2: these uh, logos here. He's the god so, of sports logos.
0: Dallas Renegade,
1: so that's, uh, that's Charles's favorite right there. It looks cool, man. Looks like Red Dead Redemption, except they have the little, you know, bandita going on.
2: Um, I gotta say, uh, well, first off, I love the color scheme. I don't think that sky blue is used that much.
0: I'll tell you one thing. Of all the, I think a theme of all the logos is they have good color schemes.
2: I agree. Um, yep. I like the name. Uh, that's my big thing. Is uh, uh, that sucks, Freddie. Oh, well, well. if you are able to join us at some point, let us know, because we're going to touch briefly, or at some point we want to touch on CFL. I know you and BU are, are the experts here. Um, so I like the Renegades. Um, my big thing is I think with new leagues, generally the names are pretty terrible. Um, to... Fred Rank will rate his ISP number last. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, Freddy has his own uh, ranking system. It's right. Computer modeling and whatever. Um, so, f- Fred Rank is... <laughs> okay, and Saskatchewan's but... would still find a way to complain about it. <laughs> I'll finish your your thought. It um does. I like the name I like the color And it's a clean and simple logo It's not too flashy It gets the job done And yeah. it, it kind of It almost looks like the state of Texas A little bit if you think about it I mean not oh, exactly Oh wow
0: I mean They could have It, it would have been pretty cool If they had done something like that they Or at least an alternate could've. logo
2: with it They certainly could have
0: Because Like almost all the Texas teams Have, out, have like a Texas Outline logo Like yeah. the Dallas Stars And the and the Texas Rangers, the Houston Astros—I think they used to have one, but not anymore. Okay, yeah. The tip, the bottom of it looks like the the tip of the the south of Texas. The the left looks kind of like West Texas. Yeah, it kind of does look like Texas logo. That's that's actually that's an astute observation. Okay, I try. Uh, the the name is all right. I think it's, you know, it sounds very XFL-y, but I mean there's, it there was it matches
2: i've heard a lot worse from exp- from expansion leagues.
0: all so. right so now here's one that i do not like the dc defenders it's
2: too bland yeah uh okay volume. Volume. Uh, yeah defenders is eh in his name but i'm not a big fan of the the logo
0: the logo is very generic very uh i don't know they paid somebody on one of those logo websites. Yeah. I mean, I could have come up with something better than this. Um, and I don't say that lightly. I can probably come up with something better than this and make it myself. So And
2: honestly, I know you could cuz you came up with a Panthers logo that was more or less identical to what they ended up coming with.
0: But um, a Marvel attempts to sue when leaving DC characters right? Panthers name. Oh, did y'all hear about Sony and, and and Disney? They couldn't get the the Spider Man. No, no. Uh, no we'll find
2: it's out. stupid. Money talks.
0: I love the memes that people brought out afterwards, like about Uncle Ben, like oh we're got, we're about to see Uncle Ben die for the fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, well, oh well. Uh, right.
2: Let's move on to the Houston Roughnecks. I like this logo. It's the Houston Oilers logo, basically. And I guess in that way, they did a good job with their logo, so it... Aren't it... the Titans wearing
0: Oilers logos this year?
2: Like as a, as a yeah, throwback? Yeah, they're having a callback. Yeah, okay. A throwback.
1: Yeah, okay. So they are... Yeah, I, I don't like the Roughnecks, because it looks like a hybrid between the Astros, even the Angels logo. That's... And... Yeah, that's a good mm. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it basically looks like they cut off the A, and they just kind of haunted it a little bit, like the Houston Astros. It, it's sloppy. Plus, Roughneck. You
0: know, we're from Florida, so something. our kind
1: of hillbilly is different
0: than yeah. the good old boy Hillbilly. Yeah, I
3: don't...
2: Uh, Let's see, it's... what a roughneck is. I like
0: the callback to the Oilers, but I don't like the name. I Because I don't see roughnecks in the Oilers logo, of this logo. Like, they, they show the freaking oil drilling machine
2: here, and Apparently, it has nothing... Apparently is a roughneck rough, a white guy in overalls? A roughneck is a person whose occupation is hard manual labor. Okay. Um, it applies across a number of industries, but is most commonly associated with the workers on a drilling rig. Okay, well. Although I will say, they are not very imaginative, because there is already, well, I guess the Tulsa Oilers, Evans Oilers, I don't know. But there's a are semi-pro... Soccer team in Oklahoma City called no no it's in Tulsa it's one of those um, called the Roughnecks. Uh,
1: well, it makes but sense in Oklahoma. with that though.
2: Yeah, Tulsa Rubnecks, uh, Roughnecks, yeah. and it has almost an identical logo. <laughs> okay, and then we've got
0: uh, all right. Uh, I like I I like the logo. I just wish it was paired with the. I mean, I guess Roughnecks is fine, but it just feels very minor league. It feels very minor league. Yeah, I would say. I, I mean, and, and, and I I don't know if they're trying to be a minor league or they're not. I don't know what's. I,
2: I will say hands. also that the the Houston reference is a little bit on the nose um, with the with the H in a different color. One of my favorite logos of all time is the Hartford Whalers. Right. That has so many things going on. It's got the whale tail, it has the W, and then in the negative space between those, you have an H. That is beautiful work. Yeah. So this one is kind of, oh, Hamburger Club kind of mascot. We'll have to get to mascot uh, names in a little bit, because the Sun Bowl has a new name. Oh, yeah. Um... So, okay. yeah, it's a little bit on the nose. It would have been cool if it was a bit more... Uh, like, even the Vegas Golden Knights, the visor on the helmet is in the shape of a V. Right. Kind of on the nose, but not so much. This is like, we want you to know we are Houston. <laughs> okay. Next, we've
0: got the L.A. Wildcats. Lazy. Yes. I, I, there's only so many ways you can put L.A. In the logo, you know. Um,
3: that
2: that is not what I'm so concerned about. It's not that I much. like the color scheme. I like the color scheme. Um, I mean, I guess they, that's looks like USC. It looks like the Miami Heat. <laughs>
3: Do
2: you? I think it looks like USC colors.
3: Yeah. Well,
2: someone pointed out that we'll get to them in a minute, but Tampa, uh, Tampa uses the same colors as their semi-pro team, the Rowdies. Mm -hmm. and, uh, USF, sorry, South Florida, I have to call them that, it's just the way it is, um, yeah, Wildcats, I know, that is, (laughs) that is such, Uh, there's probably at least a dozen, at least a dozen teams.
0: Yeah, my elementary school was the Wildcats, you know, it's, it's such a generic name, like, we need, okay, out of all these teams, we need one of them to be of a, of a cat of some sort. Right. We can't use lions. We can't really use tigers. Uh, the freaking Hamilton Tiger Cats used a weird name. All right, we'll go with Wildcats. It could have <laughs> been Bobcats. It could have been... Uh, they could have gone with, like, Cougars or Mountain Lions or I don't know. Even Panthers, I don't even think, think of... I, I don't think of Wildcats for Los Angeles, though. Saber, too, would have been fine. Put a little edge into it. yeah. Like, I don't know, I mean, there might be Wildcats outside of Los Angeles, but I don't consider Los Angeles like a, hmm, that's where Wildcats are,
2: you know? Yeah, they could have come up with something better than that. That's no imagination whatsoever. Let's see, what's there. hold on, let's,
0: in the land of bright lights, far from flash and fame... They've already begun to prowl. Enter their den and be dominated. Run away and be ripped apart. This is primetime meets primal instinct. This is showtime with a snarl. This is our time to roar. The LA Wildcats,
1: unleashed. Okay, okay, Homer, <laughs> calm down with your <laughs> honesty tale. Okay,
2: and, well, two things. One, all of the teams have these really, really, I don't know what a word is for it, cheesy, really cheesy intros. Uh, Poetic? That's one and then two, there's kind of a contradiction in the two se- two sentence, the first two sentences. in the land of bright lights, which is fame and all that jazz. But then far from the flash and fame. What are you? Are you in the flash and fame or are you not in the flash and fame? Make your mind up.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, let's go down. hold on let me get this play off here let's see at least get something on the screen going there okay nothing happened uh all right next the new york guardians i really like this logo i do like this
1: logo Uh, like wow it what is it is it an ape or is it like a tiger it looks
0: like some sort of big cat like a lion of some it's sort. a gargoyle some people say, oh is that what they okay. officially are saying it's a gargoyle they're saying it's a gargoyle okay, okay that's awesome even, that's great even better
2: because you, you need goliath from the show that's all i'm saying and not just that but new york city is known for its gar- uh, known for a lot of gothic architecture which includes mm-hmm. gargoyles which you would know if you've seen shows like uh, Gargoyles, Gargoyles, <laughs> or like uh, Ghostbusters. There, that's a prime point at one point is the gargoyles in there.
0: Oh, oh okay. Oh, oh, that's very satisfying. <laughs> Hearing the the. Well, no, throwing the football to actually throw the football. Oh. That's an incredibly satisfying feeling. We're, so we're, I'm actually playing this a little bit. But I just, I, I love the color scheme. It's very unique. Yeah. It's, what, like a dark gray, silver, and red. With uh, with the negative space in the background. So you can use it, you can invert it, you can do whatever with it. Yeah. So, uh... uh Uh, so, I, it's great. New York Guardians, good job. All right, next, St. Louis Battle Hawks. That's a well. Oh, first battle. off, that is a badass name. Yeah. Badass.
2: I like. Logo is not bad either.
0: Like, I like the, the combining of two things that are pretty awesome: battle and hawks,
2: like tiger cats.
0: Right. Well, no, that's just saying the same thing twice. Okay. All right, Hamilton, get get your crap together. <laughs>
2: Although, um, I'm sure BU, It's not gonna, like
0: Cincinnati, who has the Bearcats, you know? Right. Okay, Bear and Cat, whatever.
2: Although, I can tell you the front, the story behind that name, but I'll save that for another day. All right. Although, I'm sure BU's going to come in and say, which is absolutely true, the Tiger Cats are two teams that were merged together. One was called the Tigers, and the other was the Cats or something. So, they just became the Tiger... see i told you i told you all right there it is wow you're on
0: point but uh okay as far as this logo okay a sword with wings the flying wildcats very cool i kind of i kind of wish they had gone um pokemon sword and shield on us with this (laughs) with uh with a with a hawk with the sword in its mouth or something you know (laughs)
1: I I think it's cool. It's different. If they actually have full full fledged mascots, I can do something fun with it. Because I, I just need like like you said, Francisco. I need some big ass looking bird with a long sword, Game of Thrones style chopping stuff down.
0: <laughs> okay, so St. Louis, uh, and then they're in a market that doesn't need have it. a yeah doesn't have a football team. So they're they might actually do okay. Uh, next. The Seattle Dragons, and this is a point of contention for Andrew. Pull up um, the logo. All right, so the logo's up. It's a pretty well-made logo. It is. It looks like a UAB's dragon. Logo. I actually think it looks better than the UAB logo. I think yeah, it does. I can see that. Oh, um, man, I like it. If UAB had redesigned the logo, it probably wouldn't look like that. That's true. Uh, but the Seattle Dragons, um, no, other, I'm surprised there aren't many dragons in professional sports. There's not, like, in any of them. Any of the big four. There's no Dragons.
2: Although I wonder what this is going to do to the naming of Seattle's NHL team. Well, a lot of people are still hoping for Kraken. Which would be badass. I'm not sure if it would fit in well with the NHL. Uh, I mean,
0: okay, as far as fitting in well with the NHL, we've got a, a myriad of, we have a team named that for frickin' Maple Syrup. So, I could see Kraken being up there, but all right, whatever. Uh, but uh, the color scheme is nice, orange and green. Uh, not many green teams, so No. so it's very nice to see. But I do like uh, I do like a team that uses green. So, but the UAB logo looks like it, according to you. Well, actually, according to a lot of people, but um. What, what's their... What's, hold on. Why are they calling it dragons? Because I don't think of Seattle as dragons. R- rising from the turbulent sea, beneath the darkening skies of their weather-hardened home. Relentless, ruthless, ravenous. Not of mythology, but of muscle and might. Not to folklore, but to football. This is your darkest fantasy in cleats. The Seattle dragons breathing fire. I feel like darkest fantasy
2: could be co You know what would have been
0: cool? If the... Freaking NHL team had named themselves the Dragons and had a rivalry with the Golden Knights. That'd be aw-
2: oh my god, that would be awesome. That would have been that cool. That would be awesome. All right. I guess they couldn't think of anything else. Um,
0: I said consummate Vs. And of course, Chris Kramer has or UAB
2: here on his. Yeah, seriously. Pull, pull it up. You'll see what I'm talking about.
0: Uh, I'll pull it up after we get through all of them, but okay. Uh, all right. Um, any other thoughts on the Dragons before I move on?
2: Uh, mm. I'm good with nah, it.
0: Right? Okay. All right, Tampa Bay Vipers. So this is our Florida team. Uh, Vince okay. Van did not make the mistake of putting a team in Orlando because <laughs> that spells doom for all
2: yes. football leagues. I think it's it's fair to say at this point that Orlando is the town where pro football leagues go to die. The USFL, the UFL, and the AAF, and the XFL. Have all had teams in Orlando, and all of them have failed miserably. Although the USFL had a good shot, but watch the documentary, the Thirty for Thirty, and I'll tell you why it failed. Um. Anyway, back to the other, the current Florida team. All uh, right.
0: First off, are there Vipers in Tampa?
2: I'm not sure if they're Vipers, but there are there are a decent amount of snakes anywhere here in Florida.
0: Right, but I'm just I'm just trying to make sh- like like uh let's say what's uh what's a water moccasin (laughs) i'm gonna look this up right now Um, uh yeah a water moccasin is a pit viper so okay so technically we do have vipers in florida and i would say that there would be some around tampa bay so the the name okay the name the name checks out perfect um the colors also check out green and yellow yeah, well, as I mentioned... Of course, the A's look great in it, so...
2: Yeah, I love... Green and yellow can work. Green Except, and, no, actually, I
0: didn't like it on the Oakland seals, for some reason. But...
2: I don't know. Green and yellow can work. Uh, I'm inclined to say that green and gold does not work, because that's what South Florida uses. <laughs> <laughs> I see. All right. Um, but... You know, I, I didn't realize this when I was first looking at the Viper's logo. You see the fangs. Right. I didn't realize that initially. That's pretty cool. Oh, I
0: thought I
2: thought you would notice that. That's like the first thing. I know, I noticed the shape of Texas, but I didn't notice that. Right. <laughs> um Yeah, it's not bad.
0: And look at their look at the description. In the shadows they wait. Demons born in darkness. Hunters by instinct, cold-blooded by nature, their bite unavoidable, their grip inescapable. They slither and stalk their competition, luring all who challenge them into the jaws of defeat. The Tampa Bay Vipers, ready to strike. <laughs> uh, do you think
1: Vince McMahon wrote these, Charles? Listen, I'm telling you right now, the Tampa Bay Vipers is based off of Randy Orton, the apex predator, the <laughs> man known as The Viper. From WWE, fourteen time world uh, heavyweight champion, about to become 15 time world heavyweight champion against his match with Hobie Kingston and Clash of Champions, who is known for the RKO, which is one of the most gift worthy YouTube streaming fun thing to do. When you uh, when you're with your friends, do you want to host quick? RKO's out of nowhere, man. Do you the know what needs-
2: do you know what needs to happen? First every touch- time there's a touchdown and even Yeah, Exactly. Oh, <laughs> at, uh. least, at least the first touchdown. I'm not sure how long they could get away with every touchdown, but definitely the no, first every
1: touchdown. Every touchdown, it's Afro Pro. If it was anything, if it was AAF, it's lame. This is a Vince McMahon baby who clearly, clearly <laughs> named it out the guy who has the money for him. He was in Raid RKO. He was in Evolution. He had Legacy. Now he's teaming up with the revival. It wasn't homage. I'm surprised they weren't known as the or like if they had a Boston team we'd call the Boston John Cena.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well that France would actually from
2: Missouri. that would actually not be a good idea because then they just wouldn't appear at any of their games.
1: Exactly.
2: Oh, well, <laughs> oh god. They were just
1: calling the Boston Invisibles and everybody would get it. <laughs> okay.
0: All right, so that's the XFL. Uh, when did they start? When's their when's their season start? As they make it
2: February, ex- they make it extremely clear. It's February 2020. They said it in all of eight of the the intro videos. Oh, really? Okay. It was like uh, it was like Tampa Bay. It was uh, ready to strike. February 2020. Th- they did that with every single one of their videos. Oh. Week after this season Super Bowl. <laughs> not I think that's when the AAF did theirs as well. When was the week after the Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, it's the spring is when they want these leagues to happen because people are so starved. For, but people are betting on preseason, um, and apparently, they people bet more on preseason NFL than they do for regular season Major League Baseball at this time. Really? Yeah, there's more people betting money on that. Hmm. Um, Guess you it makes sense. get any edge, people are doing it. So, uh, ready? Ready. Ah. Ah. Oh, oh, that's so satisfying. I I can't get over it. Uh why why did why wasn't this control scheme scheme continued, Nintendo? <laughs> All right. Well, technically the Switch has motion controls
2: too. But what I don't get is I don't know how to block the ball because. If I tackle you, it's going to be pass interference. Interesting. Okay. So, uh,
0: all right, guys. What's, what's another topic we want to talk about in this? Our football. We talked about the XFL, giving all of our time to that. Charles Hobbs, Vince McMahon, puts all of his time and energy on that from now on and doesn't touch the WWE for a while. Hold oh, <laughs> on a second.
2: Um, How do I pause? Uh, pause? Pause. Plus. Ah. Okay. What do you want to do? I just want to see what the... The are?
0: Okay, so... Um, so that's our XFL coverage. Um, college football. What's the storyline you guys are following for this season?
2: Uh, you want to start, Charles? Yeah,
1: I'll jump into this one. I mean, you have your local stuff and you have the national page. So for a local, for me, is just um they announced terry williams is going to be their starting quarterback um, yep yeah, that was actually uh people were like very
0: surprised down here or, or yeah. well maybe not very surprised they say that he has the best arm of all the guys yeah, yeah. and you've seen what uh martel has you've seen what Nikosi perry has had
1: you know well, this is the thing Tate Martell was a transfer from Ohio State. Right. So there was a lot of momentum. In this. Plus, he has a super hot sister. Hit me up, girl. It's okay. <laughs> Please don't. I'm going to get killed by so many people. Don't do this. Um, nah, nah, nah. But he, he, he came in as a transfer known to be the potential because Kosi Perry had his opportunities. Really was just kind of forced there by Mark Rick with um, – Milik Rozier as the opposition. I, I always felt that Rick just probably gave up because Rozier was not ill equipped, but you knew what we were getting out of him to be the starter compared to his partner, who was scattered, erratic, and a show through. I think he, he's a redshirt sophomore at this point. Um, Martell had that momentum coming in. He, it's just he never really had a lot of tape. And then Jaron Williams, I think it, it was picked because maybe he had the best arm, maybe he looked best in practice. But as long as Manny Diaz can kind of tailor that offense to not be anemic, Munich, because this is not a team that has many other dominant guys from a couple years ago in that time period. There's a lot of pseudo-known names there. I mean, some people are going to be like, Jaron, who? Jaron almost showed up in one game. That was it. I mean, you're working. I'll give you some names, and let me tell you if they raise your eyebrows, because they don't raise mine. D.J. Davis, this is your starting game, starting got lineup for against the Gators. Jeff Thomas, K.J. Osborne. Yeah. The biggest name that comes out of it is Michael Irvin the second. so mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. We're, hoping, yeah. we're hoping a little bit of magic lives off there, right? Um, it, it, it's Our issue has always kind of been the anemic offense and then, you know, pooping ourselves in our pants when it came to bigger teams that were more offensively suited to be fast-paced. And in college, if you can't score and your opposition is a fast scoring team, you're just dead in the water if your defense doesn't play well. So we have a couple of returning guys there. So it's like, okay, maybe there's some potential. But like I said, if you ask me, Charles, predictions right now, UM, I'm like, we'd be very lucky to win six games. I'm a realistic person. I take that with almost every team except for the Yankees, where <laughs> you know excellence is not good enough. You need World Series rings. Every other sport, you come down to earth a little bit. Then more on the national base is that what, Clemson came in at the top uh, which is not surprising, I felt some people wanted to focus on Bama being top but you gotta remember, not only did you lose Josh Jacobs, he also lost Damian Harrison the guy that was projected to be a starter at your running back, whose name I forgot because I don't care for Bama because they're gonna get easy lose control to the finals most of the times so, mm-hmm. you know, he had a knee injury and then he had surgery, but I mean I gotta tell you after last year's uh, BCS title game against Funden, you want to tank for Tua, but Tua, Tua I don't think is worth tanking for, man. Oh no, that's that's but actually that
0: that's one. one of my headlines. Well, that's my what I guess nationally what I'm following too, because uh, I'm a Dolphins fan and we are projected to be awful this season, unless uh, Rosen shows some promise. But... That's not happening. <laughs> um... I think that, really, I'm looking at Fromm from Georgia. Yeah, I can see I'm that. I'm looking for somebody more traditional as far as a quarterback is concerned. Well, Fromm, that, that guy from Oregon, Herbert. Herbert? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, like I want the Dolphins, like, if we're going to do this, if the Dolphins are really going to actually do this tanking for real, and they, they better do it right like the Marlins are doing it, uh, like, go for something pretty safe with with regards to that. Tua, uh, his injury history, I don't I don't want the Dolphins to be coming back and drafting, doing what the Arizona Cardinals basically just did. Right. Drafting two quarterbacks top uh, t- with the first round pick in a row. But, um, yeah, UM, uh, I've been listening to freaking Sports Talk Radio for the last month down here and they're all talking about the Hurricanes, but, um, it's a transition year. Manny Diaz is going to get his guys there. I think that's probably one of the reasons why he he chose the quarterback that he did. He's going to pick a guy, freshman, and it's going to be his guy. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be any scraps from Ohio State or from the previous regime, you know? So I think that's what he he wants to leave his mark on his team and play. hey, this quarterback works out for him that's great but if not he's got the next recruiting class yeah you know and he's this gonna so tough. what it's gonna be like what he's gonna have like what three or four seasons i would say to yeah, get his totally
3: entire tough. class
1: go through you know yeah, and he has about four and it's just very tough to get the proper quarterback especially when you're a defensive minded coach mm-hmm. for hmm. your college thing, because how do you want to play him tate martell plays differently than cosy pair plays differently than jaron williams do you want a speed guy? Do you want a guy who just runs? Do you want a guy who's just accurate? Do you have the receivers even to deal with a guy who's going to be an option player? There are intricacies to college football. It's not like you know professional football, which we'll get to later, of course, where you can just trade for a guy to see if he can keep you from being mediocre to help you be average. You know, If you don't recruit the right guys, especially since there is no preseason, which you get from what you get in practice, and a lot of it's gut instinct, that's right. going to derail not – listen – Losing in the NFL, you just pay some money, get some high, you know, free agents come in, right? High-paid free agents makes a difference. Losing in college football means no one wants to get to your program of the four- or five-star range. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, t- it can take a while for you to get out of a hole in college football.
2: Definitely. And the thing is, uh, you know, if you once you get going, like Alabama, mm-hmm. you can just keep running... Yeah, forever like, yeah. Alabama right now is the New Yorkers uh, the New England Patriots of college football and they will be for the foreseeable future at this point whoops I did a run play I forgot that I did
0: <laughs> uh, gosh I mean look at Florida State they were on top of the world for a few seasons and then Jameis goes and Jimbo's heart is not in anymore and all of a sudden We're in the the crapper. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, in college football, your name can take you a long way. So there's still going to be kids that want to go to Florida State because of that history. Case in point,
2: Nebraska.
0: Yeah, for some reason. They're
2: ranked 25th in the AP poll. They have won eight games over the last two years. (laughs) How are they ranked 25th? I have no idea.
1: It's got a frost effect, baby.
2: I know. Still still was a mistake that he left? Uh, we'll see. We'll Give see. him a couple years. Okay. Um, I mean, we're doing fine without him. Um,
0: and I haven't even followed the Seminoles, to be honest. <laughs> At all. Um, what, what do you know about the Seminoles, Andrew? I have no idea.
2: They are... Um are we protected I to be off again. It? Come on. Um or at
0: least be okay. This is not a, really.
2: There's not a lot of hope. I right mean, this now. is
0: Willie Tagger's second season, so hopefully some
2: something The just... thing with Willie Tagger is he has advanced up the ladder because of a couple of good seasons overall he hasn't been that good Mm -hmm. um we we know that firsthand at UCF because he was USF's coach previous to being no 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 that's not true he was at USF then he went to Oregon and then he went to FSU after one year um so we've seen him firsthand so we know what he's all about
0: nice all right perfect I actually stopped you. Um, Okay, so I should just not follow the Seminoles at all this season. (laughs) Is what you're saying, so I can.
2: I mean, they can always. College football is interesting. You can always surprise. Like UCF went from 0 and 12 to 13 and 0 in two seasons.
3: No. Yeah.
2: A fourth down and got it
0: ah uh, okay uh, get up and celebrate okay you can Ready kinda... to
2: celebrate let's see how this
0: goes <laughs> <laughs> Andrew is, uh, is he's playing the cheerleader right now almost there I don't know what's gonna and what what happened here Tulsa stats increased oh nice oh, oh no, no. He got double the points. Oh, no, 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 you got a touchdown. I thought, I thought you a <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, first off, okay, but your stats increase. So what? what is, I don't know, maybe you
2: have a better I guess it means that, players. I don't know, I guess it's like a, a stat boost. So it's like a Mario type of thing. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay, um, let's see, what is, um... Oh, should I talk
0: about, should I put,
2: give my thoughts? Yeah. Um, well, I'll start And you with... have a lot of thoughts. Yes, I do. So uh,
0: you, you, of course, uh, those of you who don't know, uh, Andrew, our, our resident, uh, college football expert here and a mod at, uh, RCFB. So, so he's... I've
2: been around a lot of people. So
0: you can actually carry us for a lot of this conversation, but yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, I'll start with what I know best, which is UCF. Okay, so big your, your thing local is, headlines. Local headlines. The big thing is going to be how UCF deals without Mackenzie Milton for an entire season.
0: Oh, that's right. He destroyed
2: his leg. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, he... I'll post it elsewhere. I don't remember the full extent of the injury, but he had an injury so severe... That people will die from it in the battlefield if they're not close. I know that's a huge extreme. But it's an injury where there's a legitimate fear of leg amputation. Oh, dear lord. Or death.
0: Oh, well then. (laughs)
2: Um, He was very fortunate. He happened to be just a couple of miles away from a level one trauma center. So he got there about as fast as you possibly can. Uh, it was extremely lucky. If it had, if it had happened in, let's say Greenville, North Carolina, which is kind of a small town, the outcome could have been a lot worse. Um, the, I guess the, well, look it up because I can't. Oh remember. no, I'm
0: looking it up You're right now.
2: Up. Don't play the video, please. No, I'm
0: not going to play the video, but I'm. That only, was. Like,
2: that would be like. Rather take, rather take a concussion than chop leg. If it was your first concussion, probably, because you can sort of recover from that, sort of, uh, but you can't really recover from a chopped leg. Um, So right now, the presumed number one quarterback was KZ's backup last year, who was uh, Darrell Mack Jr. Um, But he broke his ankle during preseason this year. So he is, he's. There's not giving an exact timetable and when he want he will return, but the prognosis is good. Oh, and let me just revert back to KZ really quick. There is actually a legitimate chance that he could play in 2020, which is absolutely unbelievable, because no one expected him to be recovering this well. He's walking on his own power right now without crutches, albeit in a boot. Um. It's it's been an unbelievable recovery process from him, which pretty much no one expects. Oh, no one expected Lord. him to do.
0: I'm reading the freaking what they had to do to save him. They had to take an artery from his left leg and sew it into this his right. Dear mm-hmm. Lord, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, it
2: was it was not pretty. Um, it's it's a it is a, basically a miracle that he is able to walk under his own power right now. It's and it was he started walking on his own, I think in April, and the injury happened in late November. So December, January, February, March, about five months. Dear Lord. Like every it, he, this is defying all medical reason that he should be walking.
0: Not those fans feel
2: commercials again.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I- Freaking, okay, all these websites, this is why we have our ad blockers on all the time. Because of annoying things like that. Yeah. Just popping up out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay. So, uh, but it's looking like what, when he's going to return.
2: Yeah. Um, next year? Next year, yeah. Yeah. No, he, there's no chance of him coming back. Next okay. Year. Um, so, w- let me go to the present. Mm-hmm. So Daryl Mapp Jr. was supposed to be the number one, uh, but he broke his ankle. Not sure when he's going to come back, but a lot of people think it'll be sometime this season in the first half of the year. Um, so now the quarterback battle is between Brandon Wimbush, who transferred in, who was a grad transfer from Notre Dame, and true freshman, uh, I forget his name, I think it's Dylan Gabriel. Um, there's there's a legitimate chance that Gabriel could be the number one quarterback as a true freshman. Now, interesting note, he went to the same high school as Mackenzie Milton. So, does this bode well for his legs?
1: Or <laughs> I, th- I think it bodes Is a Hawaiian well. Hawaiian punch. What's that? Is he a Hawaiian punch? Because in Mackenzie from Hawaii too.
2: Maybe. Um, although, to your point earlier, he is a left-handed quarterback. Oh,
1: so you don't want him in the pros. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <you're... laughs>
2: well, Steve Young was left-handed.
1: Yeah, Steve, Steve Young's the anomaly here. He's <laughs> the outlier. Uh,
2: so we'll see. There's a lot of offensive power returning for UCF, uh, which should be good. They should be fine on offense. Defense, not so sure. Um so we'll see how that turns out. But they still have a lot of people coming back, but they have lost a few people, uh, mainly in the defensive line and the linebacker positions. Moving on, FIU. They're looking good. Uh, they have a great coach in uh, Butch Jones. Or is it Butch Davis? I can't remember. I think it's Butch Jones. Butch Davis. Is it Butch Davis? For FIU, yes. Former Hurricanes coach. Yeah. Uh, he... Got them, I think their second bull win of all time. Right. Um, So things are looking good under their under his watch. We'll see how that ends up going. Uh, Who else? Any other teams you want me to talk about?
0: I mean, okay. So I saw I had a Sports Illustrated article there. Well, national headlines. I mean, um, I
2: think uh, nationally, um,
0: Sports Illustrated had Alabama, Clemson. Georgia and Oklahoma as the playoff teams
2: so basically the same two teams more or less in the past two years
0: essentially yeah
2: <laughs> yeah um, that's something getting very annoying that it's basically the four teams every four same teams every year I still
0: have an issue that there's two SEC teams but
2: that's the other thing I mean back in the 28 national, the 2018 national championship the one played in 2018 not the one for the 2018-19 season. Alabama-Georgia were the two teams, which is something we had hoped would not happen again because something that really got a lot of this going was when LSU and Alabama played each other for the national championship. Everyone thought it was ridiculous that two teams for the same conference would be playing each other. Uh, I would love an 18 playoff, Charles. I would love a 16 playoff. Eighteen yeah. would be great because, let's be honest, the Power Five are going to each want their own bid. Right. So do the Power Five conference champions, the group of the top Group of Five champion, kind of like what they're doing for the New Year's Six Bowls, but put them in the playoff. Okay. And then two wild cards, which yeah. are the ne- basically the next two teams ranked. Right. And I think that's great for everybody. Um... I just
0: right, and I I would think that that's another round of football. That's another round of advertisements. It's another round of money coming into the NCAA and advertisers and networks, and not the players. But that's a whole other story, right? Um, and the reason why we're playing a football game from two thousand and nine instead of two thousand and
2: nineteen. Two thousand eight, or is it two thousand? Two thousand eight. Whatever. But okay.
0: regardless, uh, we're playing an old game. But that's another freaking topic about the. We could do like a whole that.
2: episode on that.
0: Anyways, uh, another round would be awesome. It'd be much more...
2: And a lot of the arguments for having interesting. A, sh- a shorter playoff or debunked case in point, look at FCS. They have a full... I don't remember how many teams are in their playoffs. I so mean, look over it up. 20. Um, and they do just fine. Let me look it up. So, um, yeah, BU more or less, it's 24 teams. 24 so, teams. and they do just fine. Um, there's no issue, and in some ways, the fact that they're doing fine is indicative of how fine FBS would be because, uh, it's an unfortunate reality, but FCS teams have fewer resources than FBS teams, for example. LSU just paid 28. Just did a 28 million dollar renovation of their locker room. Yeah. What? Tw- Seriously, look it up. Um, 28 million dollars is more than UCF will get in TV money over four years and again UCF is that oh. grant money
0: or it's it's it's
2: a... pr- private donations. Well,
0: yeah, well I mean I w- I just went yeah. to Louis- I just went to Louisiana a couple days ago. Um and I was surprised at how much more LSU stuff I saw. Like I barely saw New Orleans Saints stuff where I was at, but I saw a ton of LSU. So they make a like a I mean a crap
2: ton of money. They do. Fun fact, Nick Saban used to coach them. Of course. Yeah. Um
0: he used to coach the Dolphins as well, but that is true. That and didn't sorry. turn out
2: very well at all. <laughs> so FCS teams, even the best ones like North Dakota State, uh, they don't, they can't match the resources that even group of five teams get. Uh, right now, UCF's TV deal is two million a year. It's getting bumped up to seven million. Um, better those than Larry Culpepper. Uh... <laughs> My favorite of those was the the one where the two mascots of the opposing teams had almost like a Romeo and Juliet moment. Uh Um, Uh-huh. I love you, I want to be with you, but we can't, we're on opposing teams. (laughs) Um, They're about to kiss, and then the girls team scores, and she's like, yeah, in your face! It was fantastic, I love that commercial. Anyway, um, so I could talk ad nauseum about the playoff and all that jazz, but let me, I guess, real quickly, since we're kind of... We're almost in, halfway there. We're almost halfway there. Yeah. Um, Dr. Peppers are just dumb, period. It's why I avoid their product.
0: <laughs> I just don't like Dr. Pepper, but, mm. you know. I mean, not many, wait, not many people drink root beer anymore.
2: Some people do.
0: I, but I don't really see it often. I, I mean, I think... Our generation drinks less root beer than ever. Could be. I
2: uh, it's root a beer, It's a
0: del... <laughs> it's a de- Mr. it's is an acquired taste? I don't
2: know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Mr. Pibb is not as pretentious. He's, been, <laughs> He's not drink, a doctor. <laughs> I drink I drink root beer too, B.U. My, my root beer of choice is Barks, but that's mainly because it's the most prevalent. Um, but I've had some good... Uh, I've had some other good root beer. Also, it is the best. It is the best float.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never had a root beer float. I've never had one. Wow.
2: Yeah. That's sacrilege.
0: I've never had one. It, I don't know if it's so, like American it, thing, but whatever. I've never had it. I mean, okay.
1: You, you live in Miami for how long in your life, man?
0: Uh, me? Miami? Yeah.
1: Well, oh, lo- probably, probably all
0: US. the four years. Five years? years? Yeah. I mean, well, US like almost all my life, so Okay. Eight, 30 so, years.
1: <laughs> you're, you're an adult. You never saw many, like, yeah root beer float."
0: I've you never know. had the I don't like root beer, so I like why would I like the float version?
2: Okay. Have you ever had cream soda?
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh, I can't say. I can't really th- know if I have.
2: I will let you pass on that. Cause I've had like cream I've curry. had
0: the Frosties, like the, the Coca Cola Frosty or the slushies, or whatever ices. Can't I don't know. you
2: can't? That's not comparable whatsoever. Okay. All right. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. There's a Sam's Club down the road. One <laughs> of these days, I'm going to take you to Sam's Club because you can just buy an ice cream and then just dump a. Uh, you can just fill up the cup with root beer. It's good ice cream. It's good root beer. Okay. All right. I mean, sure. I, I'm saying this out loud to our. Do you hate America, Francisco? Is that it? <laughs> uh, well,
0: I, I love huh? America. I mean, I, I don't cheer for America when it comes to uh, soccer or anything like that because I don't care. But um, <laughs> I am as patriotic as, as anyone. <laughs> I've never. I, I've.
1: I've never I, had. I see you if you have a root beer float. It's been rumored at the right time of day on the outside, a golden bald eagle <laughs> will on on your uh,
2: Okay. Well, well, I know who my non-sponsor
0: this week is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Root Beer Float. Um, I guess, uh,
2: I don't know. You see,
0: I... I've never had that. I'm looking at it. I've never had that. It I've is never so had
2: that. It's so simple. It's vanilla ice cream plus root beer. Okay. Root Beer Float. Uh, all right. so I've never had it. I'm saying this to literally the world, because there are people apparently in Russia and Japan that listen to us. I'm saying this to the world. I, Andrew, am going to take you, Francisco, to get a root beer float at some point in the near future.
0: Okay, alright, and I will try it out, and I will either be deported, (laughs) or I will suddenly become eligible to run for presidency
2: one or the other uh sometimes you can spike the soda as
1: well if you're in need of a more adult beverage okay well, I have a, i've had the adult of oh, the alcohol ones are really good mm. relish in Gainesville has one shout out them.
2: there was a kid in my high school who spiked his mountain dew code red with some liquor
0: oh uh, was he a gamer i don't know if you're drinking mountain dew you're a gamer <laughs> you know
2: especially code red <laughs> um i guess the last
0: <laughs> insert gaming violence joke <laughs> <laughs> insert walmart pulling gaming violent ads from their thing, thing that will resolved the problems with that's a whole nother thing that,
2: that's a whole all right problem. guys
0: we are at the one hour mark just about now and y'all know what that means
2: uh
0: and let's let's pull it up here and it is a a word from our non-sponsors. I don't know why Angel Stadium of Anaheim popped up there. but <laughs> <laughs> So this is our, uh, it's been a while, it's been a while um, <laughs> since uh, we did this and we, we shout out to our favorite things and products and people and just general stuff that we've liked over the past, well usually it's over the past week but I would say it's over the past month now. We've had a long time to think about it. I don't know who wants to go first
2: Well, you told me on the way over that you had a pretty decent one. Okay, so
0: I'll start with me
2: and I'll just look up uh, Let's
0: see uh, I'll I'll see if I can find this frickin law firm (laughs) Uh, All right, so I went to Louisiana Yesterday actually Uh, well actually a couple days ago. I landed in Louisiana And It's alexander, Louisiana Uh, And I had to drive to a place called oakdale, Louisiana I was staying at a motel 6 because that's all they had over there in this small town and It took me it takes about 50 minutes from the airport to that town uh, To get there. So I was driving along the way and uh, Unfortunately somewhere about 10 minutes before I got to my destination A cop pulls me over said I was speeding said I was doing 12 miles over I didn't know or I didn't I thought I was slowing down because I was on this frickin highway and they keep changing the frickin Speed limit every five feet, so I wasn't sure but I didn't make a fuss about it. I just took it. I was pissed off Anyways Next day happens. I had to do whatever I had to do for work and then I had about Let's say six hours of downtime between my flight out and whatever I was doing. So I just started looking up traffic lawyers from Louisiana, trying to figure out how I could resolve this issue before I left the state, because I was not gonna go to I was not gonna present myself in court in Louisiana. Uh, I was supposed to show up in October or something. Anyways, uh, I look up a bunch of lawyers and. uh, I, I can't find him here, but regardless, it was, a, it, was a, it was a lawyer in Shreveport, Louisiana. I called him up. I'm like, hey, I'm an attorney. I'm here for whatever. And I got pulled over, blah, 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 blah. And what, is there anything you can do or whatever? Um, basically, they just told me, well, we normally charge like 500 bucks, but you're, not, you're, a, you're also an attorney. And I was like, I can give you my bar number if you want to look it up and everything. And they're like, no, no, no need. Uh, I'll just tell you what to do. He's like, Louisiana works on the good old boy system. If you're a nice southern gentleman, you go up there and you just be like, hey, um, I'm, I'm willing to pay the fine. Just don't let it show up on my insurance and on my driving record. And they'll lower the, the freaking violation. And I'm like, okay. So I drive over to the small town, go into their little to- town hall. And I was like, I did the thing. And lo and behold, it was exactly as he said it was. Or she said it was and I was like oh I I was happy I got my stuff taken care of so my non-sponsor is whoever that attorney or in that attorney's office was I don't know if it was the attorney or the assistant regardless um, shout out to you I don't know your name I probably could look it up right now and I don't have time to but thank you very much if you're in Shreveport Louisiana (laughs) or in Louisiana in general you you, you go to that lawyer that I have not described in any specific manner, and they'll take care of you. So, shout out to them. That's my non-sponsor. Who's next? You want
1: to go, Charles? Yeah. So, for everybody who knows me when it's time to do my non-sponsor week, I tend to fall in the same thing, that I'm hungry. And I was hungry earlier today, but I had that appetite. I had that that need, that void in the pit of my stomach, taken care of, satiated, all the other big words I didn't pay attention to in school because I'm like, you just say you're full. But I I digress. <laughs> I'm going to go a little local here. My non-sponsor week is Taco Shack and Stuart. Ugh, ugh. Me and my paralegal Derek, what we do is every payday, we kind of rotate where we go to eat, but we always make sure to go once a month to go from there. And uh, you know, get a chance to go in there, and they have variety. And yeah, Ooh. you can get any kind. I just of pulled top. it up right now. Get... I just pulled it up. Oh, oh! Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. You can get any kind of taco, well, sure. But one of the best things about this place it is novelty, gentlemen. It's not just the carne asadas. It's not just the chicken or the mahi mahi. You can have things called the cowboy, which has like onion rings, or not onion rings, but little tumbleweed onions. Beans are on there. Oh, what I always get: favorite sticky chicken. It's like chicken tender with jalapeno drizzle, with little jalapenos. Guys, I get so excited every time I'm there that I'm practically skipping there because it's right up in my office. Probably a five-minute walk. I can't say no to it. The kids of a are pretty good. But I know what I want out of this bad boy. And on Taco Tuesdays for 9 99 let me tell you something. You only need two to be full. But you need three to be a fat ass. You need to change style. <laughs> if you're ever in the area, I'm looking at the treasure chest, that's
0: fine. I'm looking at the photos that they have here. And uh, I, oh, I know they, they oh. glam these up. But yeah, it looks oh, freaking got, good. Got, it's Gourmet tacos. Gourmet tacos. No Boys!
1: Boys! We have a hot sauce bar. You can oh. go tapatia if you want, or you can go, habanero. a and if you And if you ain't a little Mexican, you can become a big fan of it after you're done eating at the taco shopping store. <laughs>
0: okay, hold on, let me look at the... Promo
1: code. Let's go.
0: Look at the gnarly nachos. Traditional Mexican vegetarian mm-hmm. black bean. Uh, huge, oh, we have the today too. They, so good. Uh, what they call huge kick-ass with two Z's. Okay, <laughs> so yes, kick-ass. So it's technically not cursing in, in that sense. um uh, Cheese, chicken, pork, vegetarian. Okay, spinach already. And of course, they got specialty tacos, shack style. What's your favorite, Charles? What's what's what's?
1: It is the uh, sticky chicken. Mm. A sticky chicken, if you could bring it up right there. I mean, I'll probably start eating my monitor. But is (laughs) there
0: novelty? Is there there a novelty taco? Very good. Uh, Medianoche carneza, oh, pole boy. Okay, cowboy. Sticky. Oh, they don't don't have a photo,
2: unfortunately. Uh, But uh, okay, fantastic. My non-sponsor is the Florida Hotel at the Florida Mall in Orlando. Okay, we're gonna bring that up. Another hotel. I travel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much as you, but I've, I've done a bit of traveling recently. All right, at Florida Hotel Orlando. And I want to give a, a, a side shout out to the Hampton Inn. And so uh,
0: we lost connection there for a bit, but we are back. So, All right, continue. Florida Hotel.
2: Yes, the Florida Hotel. Um, it's... Directly connected to the Florida Mall, which is in Orlando, off of Sand Lake Road. Um, try to look it up. It's tough to map out where it is exactly. Okay, but and now I'm getting network errors. I know BU. We we had a network drop over here. Never mind. Um, I'm gonna rate that this ISP low. This ISP low on Fred Rank as well. um so the two side shout outs oh this is the first show i've done since i took the bar oh yeah doy yes so i (laughs) we uh so the last time we were on the air i was preparing for the mbe or the multi-state bar examination portion of the florida bar that is the part of the exam that everyone does Go ahead. I'm, right. I'm not on defense, so it doesn't really matter what I do. Ah! Okay. Um, so I took the bar. It was much to everyone's confusion. I actually had fun. Um, I think a <laughs> big reason why is because I've waited two years to take this thing. And through various reasons, I wasn't able to do it, uh, but I finally got my chance, so I was well prepared, thanks to the wonderful people at FIU, um, Stockholm syndrome strong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a very good experience, I had a lot of fun with it, surprisingly, um, The two hotels that I went to there, uh, thanks to them. It was the Residence Inn and the Hampton Inn. Now I remember. Um, But on to my actual non-sponsor. It is the Florida Hotel. Immediately after I took the bar, I was on my way up to Orlando because I had a speaking engagement Saturday. So... The exam was Wednesday. I drove from there on Thursday, stayed one day on Friday uh, over at my sister's place, stayed in the hotel Saturday, um, and then was on my way back to Miami on Sunday. Um, that is a really nice hotel. Seriously. It is a very nice hotel. Can they have a Shake Shack? They, well, the Florida <laughs> Mall does. Oh, okay. let still, know. Uh, it, uh, it is seriously, it is directly connected to the Florida Mall. Um, you know, they have Lids, they have Shake Shack, they have Five Guys. It's, it is a very nice mall, the Florida Mall is. I guess that's my co-non-sponsor is the Florida Mall. Um, I enjoy going there. It was nice to walk around, kind of get a chance to decompress after the bar. Um, I got myself some Five Guys Burgers and Fries, uh, with a nice Oreo milkshake to top it off. So that was... That was very pleasant. I watched, I, got, I decompressed. I watched my one of my favorite movies, The Hunt for Red October, mm-hmm. uh, up in the room, just eating my my double cheeseburger with fries. That was a nice. That was a nice relaxation day for me. Nice. Um, <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh gosh, what did you do? Hold on. What? Why, well, Charles? What did you do after you did the bar? Cried.
1: <laughs> uh we went to the mixer right that he who should not be named out of me not getting sued for slander mm. uh always tells us it's like everything's fine and all i got is they gave me two damn tickets and i just took something you know because it was like oh we give you tickets to the bar or whatever so i just had two tickets for so two beers and they're like "Ah, oh, they put a limit to the misery that you feel because you just took something that not only did you just spend two months studying for it, but which you based three years of your life selling your soul, basically, and in addition, you know, your entire entry, I guess, from your battery. so let's talk about seven years, right? Basically telling you, hey, uh, if you fail this, everything is serious to you, for the most part, because there's no guarantee you pass on the next time, next time, and all I had was this man said, hey, two beers, right? I'm like, I'm not a 2 beer Tony, bro. I need, I'm need. i like a 10 year through heel. I need all the stuff I can get, because you feel miserable. And I called my dad. I was sad. And the next day, I was happy to be done with it, and I hated Tampa. I don't think I could ever go back to Tampa, because I felt dirty being there. I, I hate the weird one-way streets that you always kind of have to go around. I hate, like, you know, wraps for two days. I was happy to go away from that negative environment. I will never take another bar exam because of it ever again. I'll go, I'll go back to, you know, clicking or something else like something. Uh, from if I move. Uh, well, I've been to
0: Tampa a couple times already since, um, mm. eh, <laughs> so far, mm. oh gosh, we're crapping on Tampa in this non-sponsor segment, um,
2: yeah, I gotta agree with you guys there, even though I had a good time at the bar, Tampa's not that great. I much prefer Orlando. No
0: wonder the Rays are moving to Montreal. (laughs) 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 I'd rather be at Olympic Stadium. (laughs) Uh, All right, Tampa. Enough. Enough. That's fine. Your XFL team will probably win the championship. Watch. All right. So that's it for our non-sponsors for this week. Yep. And uh, uh, we shall move on. Oh, before we move on... uh, uh, um, you talked about five guys, and I just wanted, guys, your thoughts on the controversy between Popeyes and Chick-fil-A right now. I don't know which side you guys are on.
2: I have to withhold comment at this time because I have not had Popeyes chicken sandwich. Okay. I've actually never been to Popeyes. Right? Really?
0: You've never been to Popeyes, Ooh. and you're getting on me about not having a root beer float. <laughs> well,
1: Popeyes is not Americana, man, because the colonel... Kernel... Takes <laughs> well,
0: of course, yes, and I wasn't just I was just in Louisiana. I didn't have Popeye's. That's weird um, <laughs> But if yeah, Popeye's is fine, it's got it's its own variant on the fried chicken, you know, of course They're number two to the colonel as, as Charles has said um, I don't think chick-fil-a sandwiches are as great as people think they are
2: They are very good, I will but I
0: don't think they're as great as people think
2: they are to be disease. honest All right Okay, BU, you say correct answer is neither. Ah. What is the correct answer?
0: Then yeah, is it is it Wendy, Wendy's trying to get in on this. know yeah, uh, if you all saw that. Wendy's trying to get in on this freaking argument here. Um, of course we have to go to Review Bra if, if for the ultimate actually he just made a video. I don't know if you guys know who Review Bra is. I don't You don't know who Review Bra do you know who Review Bra is, Charles? No I do not. Alright, so we're gonna have to go back to our search screen here. Um Review Bra is a YouTuber. Um, he's by the name of Review of the Week. But he is known affectionately as call, he's, he's called Review Bra because he's the swollest guy in all the land. All right? So this is Review Bra. Uh, he has a Wikipedia article. He lives in Florida. BT dubs. Hmm. I don't know where in Florida. Probably somewhere around Central Florida, I would probably. assume. Um, and that's him. That's Review Bra. He is the swollest of guys. He is the manliest of men. He is a god amongst us. And he reviews fast food on YouTube. So anything that comes out from pizzas to tacos to burgers, he does it. And he, um, his style is so genuine that you will fall in love with him the instant that you see him.
2: Okay? Another guy that I like, um... The only food reviewer I know really is Dane Drops. Okay. He's famous for the uh, the Five Guys review that was uh, songified by Shmo Yoho. Damn. So damn. damn so damn. this is
3: uh,
0: this is his channel here. Let me. He, uh, and he just posted a video on Popeyes vs Chick Fil A. He has both of them there, and he actually <laughs> gives his review. I haven't seen it yet. Whatever the verdict is, basically. That chain has to shut it down because this is the the foremost authority on fast food. Um, his his fans make fantastic art of him, as you can see on the screen. Um, uh, just all these these photos here of him uh, with Bigfoot. Uh, he is um, he is truly uh, something special. Uh, he has his own podcast. He used to he used to. Um, he used to be on, the, on the, what, the shortwave radio, whatever. He used to actually do his own show mm. on that. He's a very... He's like... He's an old soul. He's a, he looks like a very young man, like in his early 20s. Mm-hmm. But um, he has a very old soul. He always wears a suit. Everywhere he goes, he wears a suit to frickin' McDonald's. Uh, to buy whatever comes out from McDonald's that week. Um, so, uh, this is him cleaning his pool. Uh, he posted there. And I love the comments that people post. I'm just gonna give you a little snippet of it. You go watch his videos. His review of the Popeyes, um, I think the popcorn shrimp, is probably his most watched video because of his reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> thanks, review bra Can't wait to meet you at Area 51. And what one of the comments to him cleaning the pool. Is God cleaning the ocean? 2500 BC colorized. <laughs> people revere this guy, and the reason he's called Review Bra is because he was on that, that thebodybuilding.com, that mm-hmm. forum. Uh, th- those guys actually initially posted vid- like pictures and his videos because he he he's very scrawny, mm-hmm. and they were making fun of his like you know lack of muscle, but and people like he started finding out about it, but he. He embraced it so much that those guys embraced him. Mm-hmm. So now they they called him Review Bra. Because he is a bra. Mm-hmm. And they actually refer to him as incredibly muscular and a very well uh, he, he's just a great guy, so that's that's a huge aside, but <laughs> watch Review Bra. Um NFL <laughs>
2: I'm going to let you guys take this discussion a bit because, like I said earlier, I really couldn't care less about, or I could care less, just not much.
0: Okay, my storylines for NFL. One, is this the year that Tom Brady finally declines? He's in the last year of his contract. And I would assume the Patriots are just going to do it like the way the Sharks are doing with Joe Thornton and going on a year-by-year basis from here on out. Mm-hmm. The Patriots, what looks like it'll be they will win the division because uh, surprisingly, the New York Jets, the Buffalo Bills, and the Miami Dolphins all have sophomore quarterbacks at the helm this season. Even though the likely the Dolphins will start out with Fitzpatrick. But... Why do we? Why do we trade for Josh Rosen if we're not going to test him out and see if he can handle it? Even though our offensive line is going to be crap, mm-hmm. and it could just be a repeat of his experience in Arizona. But that's one of my storylines. What about you, Charles?
1: I mean, there's a lot, man. I mean, I'll I'll jump onto your storyline. How about that?
0: Okay, cool. And then we'll, um, we'll 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 get if through you, it if you want...
1: Yeah, because we we can we can tan this out. Yeah. So the thing is. We talk about Brady, and it's not so much of ba- Brady doesn't have it. Brady is in the proper system. Now I know. Right. It's kind of easy to just say, hey, there's a system. Because in theory, nothing is a system, everything's just scheming and game planning. But your system can change when you actually have different kind of high quality players. Back in 2007, for several years prior, Brady was a very dink and dunk kind of offense guy who just threw Ben Watson down the middle a and they got Randy Moss, and Dante Stoller, Julian Edelman, and then he blew up. You are what? Oh, I get, I get to
0: celebrate! I get to celebrate! I get the cards. I get to celebrate. Don't stop. There's a hot dog on screen. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, there's some. There's a grill. And what did I get? Oh, I've oh. evened out the score. Okay, so you don't have a super unfair advantage for some reason, I guess. All right, let's do it.
1: All right, sorry, Charles. I had to celebrate there mm-hmm. real quick. No, um, you're good. But so, yeah. you, you, everything's different. So, what does Brady have this year? He's got a Josh Gordon who is going to slip up the moment he goes to a house party. Call on it right now. <laughs> you know, and I, I, look, I understand Josh Gordon is an addict, and I'm not crapping on anybody who has an addiction. What I'm saying is that the money that you're paying me in a professional football league is so insurmountable to which I can give up the goods for a while. You know, I don't know if he's taking the right path to get the healing that he needs, or I don't think the NFL has offered him enough options, because sometimes you can't just solve the problem by just suspending a guy. Right. But you have to at least try to put up a good failsafe for guy if you keep conditionally reinstating him. And let me honest here, the only reason why Josh Gordon has had, like, six chances to make it work, because he has gotten a lot more, because, you know, Here's the thing about Roger Goodell, he kind of hates people who use his drugs. And when we say drugs, pot, it's not right. even as if he's pulling a uh, Tyreek Evans who's like doing effing heroin, right. speed in the NBA world. That's intense. Right. You he's going in a minute. I like drink. I like smoke. So you know, Roger Goodell feels uncomfortable for it. Yeah, but he's yeah, not the
0: worst guy in the world. You know, in rel- yeah. relative in relative terms to NFL players, actually a term that I wanted to. To, to coin okay so me and Andrew are coming up on the elevator here uh, they just renovated, or I guess remodeled our elevators in the, in the building and uh, I, I told him that there weren't any Ray Rice cameras and that's a term that I want to become an industry standard for
3: all elevators
1: listen, listen. Hot take 101 Roger Goodell likes domestic violence <laughs> and why Roger Goodell likes domestic violence is because he could bring in these strong policies and then the owners would get supportive of it, and it makes it seem like the NFL is making a movement. Ugh, gosh. But, yeah, a, oh, uh, look, uh, look what he's doing with freaking
0: Jay-Z right now. I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's tough, too. But you bring in a guy, and I'll say no. You bring in a young African-American who comes from a different background and who likes, out of all illegal God. drugs, and you can't see me, but I'm doing quotation marks, <laughs> marijuana, I don't think he's a danger. Right. I don't think he should get suspended. And if you're bringing back all signs, you should probably help this young man out. Right. And, and I'm saying it, Roger Goodell could sue me. I don't care. <laughs> that'd be that'd be funny if, he, if you if you get served one day, you're being served by Roger Goodell for Vince McMahon for slander or something. Vince McMahon will pay, and he knows I will hype up the XFL. Oh, sometime. that'd be freaking cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna meet you at the freaking... See, what, where's Tampa gonna play? Do they know the stadiums they're gonna play? I think it's at Raymond James. They're gonna play at Raymond James? Mm-hmm. Are you for real? Yep. Wow. I thought they'd be playing like at Tropicana Field or something. I don't think so. <laughs> or, um, or USF Stadium, which is Raymond James Stadium. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. They do share. Okay. I guess it's a tenant. It's a couple extra dates they're not gonna use that <laughs> field for, right? That's true. So might as well take the money. and They're not going to directly compete with the the Bucks, so why not, right? Yeah. Okay. Where's okay. Um. Oh, we got on a huge aside. So back to the Patriots. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. So bringing it back. He he has new weapons to go with, but you know there there might not be a Josh Gordon. We don't know about his health thing. I don't know who your swimming running back is, because Sony Michelle is a good running back. However, uh, now you have what, Damian Harris from Alabama, but they'll have it. I don't know if he falls down because if he turns out healthy and he has a consistent team, mind you, he has a lot less because no Gronk, and that's a big issue. They're Gronk's injured throughout five games each season anyway, but if there's a downfall, if there's a below 500, if there's no... I don't see it this but I think season, I injuries though. happen, uh, but that's the injury bug that comes in. Who knows? Brady pops his shoulder, out for five games. We don't know. He's never really had that big injury since he tore his. I yesterday.
0: I would still. I don't know who the Patriots' backup is. Um, Brian Order and then did Stidham. Okay, I still don't see. If let's say Brady once again, like in uh, in 2008, where he got injured week one. Yes. I I I still think the Patriots' system, as you said. It would be able to carry a backup quarterback or they could just pick somebody off the scrap people, the free agency, who's, who's decent. Um, <laughs> they can call Jay Cutler if they want. Uh, <laughs> um, they, uh, uh, I still think it would be enough to carry them over the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins. Correct. So, um, but i am just hoping for well brady has declined but once again you said you made the point the Patriots system masks his decline um, bill belichick has created something wonderful and awful at the same time
1: you gotta respect it because oh yeah it goes to show that even when you're at your most depleted you can still succeed with discipline and that's what he that's he loves disciplined players, and he really does have the most disciplined guys. Yeah. And he benefits from being in the AFC East, but people forget that there was a time where the AFC East was, at least had some contention with the Mark Sanchez Jets. I mean, they're not fantastic games, but they went to two AFC championships over it, and they survived that. They're like Copper with the Patriots. They survived the nuclear blast, and they rue the day. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and there's a, actually a great SP Nation video of the collapse of those New York Jets after those two AFC Championship appearances, mm-hmm. you have to so, watch it. So
1: let me ask you a fantastic question. We're going to go over here, but with the Jets, they, like, Jet fans like to hold on to the past, like, it's the girlfriend who's going to come back into his lives. Um, if, if Mark Sanchez did not, like, get the butt fumble. Mm-hmm. Would more blame have gone to their failures to Rex Ryan? Because I really feel like Rex Ryan does not get enough of the blame of the Jets' demise. Because Mark Sanchez literally had a proverbial image, prototypical image of like a grown man getting a you know a butt to the face that not a lot of people look for on YouTube. Because you go on YouTube, you better be careful what you see about man slamming face to butt. <laughs> but I feel like that. I mean, Mark Sanchez is not his career is over. He's just another guy who had a couple of highs and a couple of lows, but I feel like he became the ultimate scapegoat because of the Buffalo, and we forget that Rex Ryan kind of didn't know what he was doing after. In fact, he's the guy saying Geno Smith's to do, but we're gonna put Mark Sanchez in the in the fourth quarter with oh, yeah. that very inept offensive line that led uh-huh. you to his injury. Allegedly going to Geno oh, Smith, I yeah. would be that starter. <laughs> All
0: right, I I have now increased my stats over Andrew in this game. Due to my touchdown and my wonderful dance moves,
2: (laughs) he was was doing like a real boogie breakdown.
0: Oh yeah, I had to get into it. Had to get into it. Um, Okay, so back to the Jets. No, you have to watch that video because it explains exactly what was the downfall of those Jets, Um, and you can't really blame Mark Sanchez, and you can't even really blame Rex Ryan to be honest. Um, Woody Johnson then? No, uh, the GM. The GM of the of the Jets. Uh, they got before Mike McCagnin. I'm
1: trying to yeah. remember his name. Uh, oh, it was a Tannenbaum. Of course. Yeah, you there you go. Mike Tannenbaum,
0: who... Uh,
3: Tannenbaum,
1: Tannenbaum gets love for saying that he knows how to do salary cap, but yet he puts all the money in the wrong players.
0: Well, because it's not his money to spend. So, Well, it's his money to spend, but it's not his money that he's spending. So he goes freaking crazy with it. And uh, lo and behold, what happened to the Jets? Lo and behold, what happened to the Dolphins? He's just an awful football person. And, and plain and simple. Um, okay. But the, the Jets had a missed opportunity. And I think Tannenbaum was to blame for all of it. Um, okay. So uh, let's see. Out of the AFC East, what's another? Okay, AFC South. AFC South. With your division since we okay, already talked so... about my division and I didn't talk about the Dolphins because uh, we're going <laughs> to oh another interception um, I'm pretty darn sure if I return the segment called the Dolphins are terrible it'd just be every week <laughs> so I'm not going to do that Dolphins are going to be bad I just hope Josh Rosen shows something I, I...
1: here's the thing let me ask you this Okay. I, I, I am not Josh Rosen bad. I watched him play at UCLA. He didn't impress me. I thought it was a big reach from Arizona to draft him anyway. And, look, they're, they're not good at picking quarterbacks, because if they were, they would have already had the heir apparent two parts in Palmer, because Kyler Murphy doesn't impress me either, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, so Josh Rosen showed kind of like I, – I think what happens is analysts don't like to be impolite. So they'll make an excuse for a guy who's getting beat up and come back on, throws picks. He's got moxie. Yeah, he throws picks, but he's not shaking. He's not letting them, that bad offensive line, get to that 300-pound out. He's got moxie. I'm like, no, he still kind of sucks, because <laughs> you can always throw the ball away. So, yeah, you might have had any but that's you being an astute quarterback. No. So I personally think, based off the resume, even though Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to have four weeks of great success and then destroy your season – You at least know you might have a chance to win your game, even with Brian Fitzpatrick, a single game. Because, you know, obviously Josh Rosen couldn't win a single game at all in Arizona, Uh, keeping that in mind, Francisco, when he had Larry Fitzgerald and Chris Kirk. He might not have had the offensive line, but he had better receivers. What makes you think he's going to be able to be a better quarterback with best receiver that he has is maybe Kenny stills i'm gonna i'm gonna do a hot tip right now Kenny stills is gonna be on the dolphins they're gonna trade him oh yeah him and the ross issue that's got going on
0: well stephen ross and the, and oh did you hear about what happened with uh brian flores and they played all the jay-z songs afterwards because yeah. uh yeah. oh kenny stills made a comment that jay-z should have talked to the guys who were kneeling before he went to the yeah. nfl to get their thoughts on the stuff and now then brian flores played like eight jay-z songs in a row in the locker room because he chooses the music
1: they man can't say no to that well
0: but once again it's another example of the dolphins being in the news for the wrong reason yeah. so flores, i
1: Bills isn't flores's guy man.
0: yeah i mean i well yeah of course flores comes from the belichick system where you know shut up and do your work you know type of thing so but of course i don't think belichick would even done that you know in a no. sense so, especially
1: since you know belichick it is kind of a social advocacy guy He's just really quiet about it
0: yeah so yeah he probably just would have grumbled about it and then it's like okay next question um so uh so the dolphins in the in the news for the wrong reasons and uh, of course i made the comment on our on our twitter handle uh that they should just move the team to quebec already because uh, <laughs> they've just been awful uh anyways uh, what was the, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Josh Rosen. <laughs> Josh Rosen Kenny Stills been, he was gonna get traded. And it's gonna be pretty sad cause Kenny Stills has been, oh wow, that actually worked. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Stills has actually been a pretty darn good player for the Dolphins, so.
1: He's been involved in the community. But remember, one of the things about being a player with the community for a team that stays for a long time is that you're endearing and that's what makes the fan base like you and the Dolphins right. don't have a lot of guys who want to be there and say stay through there, you know, and everybody who is there for a while, they want to trade away And Dominick and But Stills has kind of at least been the best light of your offense that hasn't found himself out there aside from, you know, a Jay Ajayi kind of guy, you know, yeah. who opened his mouth too many times and... He suffered from, from the Adam Gase situation. And he won a Super Bowl afterwards, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's not going to be a star anyway because no one's going to
0: want him. Well, he got his rings and he got his... Uh, I don't know, he got out of the Dolphins. I think that's a win for most players. And that's why a lot of Dolphins fans are afraid of uh, Ryan Tannehill suddenly turning his career around. <laughs> uh, once again, we're back to the AFC South. What's your predictions for the division? Um...
1: It's the, Chargers to, uh, the Chargers, it's the Colts to lose, assuming really? Andrew Luck is so hurt.
0: You, you don't think the Texans... I mean, I know the Texans perennially choke
1: s- s- every year in some sense. But... So, okay, there's the Jadavian Clowney issue where he might hold out. So you take away your second-best pass rusher second, J.J. You don't really have an established second wide receiver, and it hurt a lot in the playoffs against the Colts because everybody just double, triple team Duke Hopkins. And Demarius Thomas tore his Achilles, and then Will Fuller, the first-round pick from a few years back, was unavailable because he's always injured. He's expected to be injured again. And then your other guy, Kiki Cootie. Kuti? I don't know what his name is. <laughs> kiki. For the sake of keeping a PG, he's Kiki to me. Okay. Um He ain't riding, because he's injured again. And you have Lamar Miller and Duke Johnson, and Duke Johnson was just straight four, so he's gonna need a couple weeks of weeks to learn that playbook, and I think that's what people forget. You trade right before preseason a pivotal role player or midseason, they, they got still in a playbook, man. It's not like basketball, like you know, I shoot threes. So I think that hurts. So the Colts only got better with the draft. They got, um you know, he doesn't punch one year. They can see what he's doing as a number two, the T.Y. Hilton. Eric Ebron's expected to repeat. The defense has gotten a little bit better. I still think they should throw money at Le'Veon Bell, but what do I know? They think Marlon Mack and Heat Himes is the right guys. That's their dude, sure. Uh, go ahead, do it. I mean, um, I, I think a lot of teams are hesitant in throwing a ton of money at running backs. So, you know. It, but it's, it's weird because they want to throw a lot of money, but there's just a small gap between certain guys, such as the Melvin Gordon situation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But Le'Veon Bell is better than Melvin Gordon. You know, Le'Veon Bell, you know, and we're not even, because here's the thing. I'm going to say it, hot take number two or three of the night. A lot of people base off the greatness of a player because they play fantasy football, and that's all they value a guy as, mm-hmm. and especially with running backs. But you look at seeing all okay. done it all, you have Todd Gurley, Alvin Kamara, and then I won't say Zeke because the problem with Zeke is he always gets in trouble, so screw him. Um, he's a good player, but he has some limitations. And then you have Le'Veon Bell, who literally, they do it all, man. They're, they're like the second best receiver on your team. And then in addition, they're like, your are leading rusher. It's, it's a usage situation, and it's a, how much do they actually contribute to their team? And then you look at Texas, they don't have that. And you know, maybe Indy could done, it. Indy was dominant because they told Andrew Luck, hey, throw it all the time. Mind you, that's if uh, Andrew Luck, the Admiral, is healthy, if not, they got to go with. Uh, with is he the captain?
0: He's the captain. He's, he's Captain he's Andrew, Andrew. Yeah.
1: Captain Andrew. The Admiral is David
0: Robinson. But <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: cool. uh, But we, we have certain things. But I, I think Colts just, you know, they'll take it. 11-5, okay. maybe. I, I don't like to be cute with it. And then with the Titans, it's just, we don't know. Because if Mary <laughs> at least we have. Do you think? A uh,
0: okay, okay, Mariota question. Do, is, is this make or break here? Yeah.
1: Yeah. But here's the thing about make-break series, You think about the make-or-break year. You would have to kind of play pick up his fifth year option. Who do you have that's going to be available next year? Because here's going to be the problem. If anything, we fiddle, we finish in the middle of the pack. Oh, that's
0: we... actually that's very much that what could
1: happen with Ryan Tannehill as the backup. <laughs> Correct. So we finish in the middle of the pack we what are we can do throw money at ryan tennell i'd rather not <laughs> that's what and the dolphins did for seven years well, because here's the thing it's you, you pray that marcus Mariota at least shows up to be an above average quarterback because if he takes us to another 9-7 or 10 and 6 record and he's healthy throughout the season maybe misses one or two games but his the wins are produced from his production then we're okay we redo it maybe a short short-term contract two-year three-year extension if it's not, and let's say Mariota only wins it's like five games, and then Brian Tannehill, healthy and confident, because he is a competent quarterback when healthy, he sometimes slows down badly. But I think that was a production of the talent around him, and Adam Gase just there. care. And he went to five additional games, then you kind of split the baby. And I don't want to give Brian Tannehill a lot of money because you don't know how to rely on this. Game. And I don't want to give Marcus Mariota a lot of money, but you end up finishing like an eight and eight, nine and six, or seven and nine, six and ten you have to basically give a king's ransom that the, ironically, the Eagles gave the Titans, but am I correct in that one, or is it the Rams? The Rams gave to the Titans, when the Titans had the first number round pick, mm-hmm. uh, first round pick, first pick in the draft, to get a top five, qu- or a top three quarterback, I guess, and here's the truth, if you don't get that third, uh, first, second, or third uh, quarterback, they're usually in the top 10, you're
2: out of luck, man
1: you get to
0: celebrate seven. this time? Hold on, hold on. And, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I think, he's, I think you have to get the extra point before you celebrate. No. Well, anyway. Okay, sorry. Okay, so... Uh, all right, so... So, okay, if Mariota's healthy, 9-7, to 10-6, you would say.
1: I mean, it's the same record we had last but That's what blown Gabbard. And part of the reason why getting Ryan Tenno was, like, Blaine Gabbard shouldn't even be in the league. I know. Blaine Gabbard Suey, me. Everybody else is in line. <laughs> you know, but you couldn't win the primetime game. All you had to do was beat the Colts on that week 17, and you just kind of like, crap the bed. Hell, at least make it competitive and then lose, but I remember where I was that day. I was at Castaways, which will probably be a non-sponsor at some point. <laughs> I'm the buddy. I'm there for one quarter, and I'm just seeing Dink and Duck throws, and then overthrows. I'm like, ah, oh, this is done. I'm out, and then we lost. It wasn't competitive. This sad. Oh gosh! All right. So, uh, so that's
0: AFC South. Let's go to the AFC North. Uh,
1: everybody. Okay. Hot take number four. Ooh. I really want Cleveland to lose. I was about them last year just because I don't want a team to be terrible forever. But this this confidence overconfidence of. Baker Mayfield. Plus, Baker Mayfield make me have to agree with Colin Calvert, and for that reason, it's unforgivable. Uh, I, I need to uh, tank completely now. I, I, okay. I want the
0: Browns to succeed because it, it, would be fun to see them actually good for once. Uh, I don't want them to win at all or win the Super Bowl. That'd be that's but that's the, too with, crazy. But the, the betting
1: odds, man. The betting odds are Browns and um, Bears, I believe. Yeah, and something like that. Because, because you think you know, you have a new head coach, wasn't Head coaches are head coaches, right? Freddie Kitchens is probably going to instill the same kind of concepts and philosophies that the guy he replaced or worked under with Greg Williams and Hugh Jackson. He's gonna say, "Hey, don't suck like Hugh Jackson," and then be aggressive the way Greg Williams was to get us there. Um, So maybe there's that. But yeah, remember. Okay, Odell Beckham Jr. is maybe a generation. How many wins does he really take you? Does he take you from a team that was 7-8-1 Oh, I can 8-7-4? celebrate. Not really. Alright, hold on. Well, give then, me, give me one, one second to do a little man. shimmy. Do your dance. Do your muscle man dance. <laughs> Bring it around town.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. Andrew is recording me. Probably going to post that on Instagram. <laughs> um, Alright, so... I would just, I would so love the Browns to to be, it, it's kind of like the way I feel about the Jets, when they hype themselves up so much and it all falls apart. Like, I want them to succeed, but at the same time, I want them to be awful. So, it'd be yeah. so Browns to be like, this is like the one year you think they, they'd be good, and then they just lose to the Steelers once again. That'd wait, be wait, fun. I, I
1: got the idea. I know how to do this tiebreaker week 17 game between them and what other else team and uh-huh. they lose it in overtime uh-huh. let, let, let,
0: let me look up their, their their final let's look up their schedule real quick uh, cause because let,
1: that that would just be the icing because we
0: can we can kind of predict where they would go let's say um, well we can't really predict, but let's see, uh, Cleveland uh, no, not Cleveland Clinic Cleveland Browns Alright, so we've got uh, preseason, who cares? Uh, Week one, you guys against the Titans? Uh, Uh, Let's see. Alright, so week one, Titans. Week two, Jets. That's probably a win. Week three, against the Rams? Mm, Uh, nah. Nah. Against the Ravens? Nah. 49ers with Garoppolo now back.
1: They'd win that.
0: Yeah, they probably win this. The Seahawks. Nah. Uh, no. The Patriots. Nope. Um, I would nope. think not. The Denver Broncos. Yep. Yeah. The Bills. Yep. The Steelers. Nah. We'll split it, maybe. You'd think they'd split it. Okay. The Dolphins, definitely. Uh, another game against the Steelers. Once again, split. The Bengals. Yeah. I could see them beating the Bengals twice. Uh, the Cardinals, I would say a yes as well, yep, and the Ravens I would say they'd split against the Ravens, yeah, so I don't know I, I think they could they could probably pull this off um if their division is as close as as it, as it could be maybe it'd just be like they'd they'd probably be the only division representative or they could sneak in as a wild card, but um. But we'll see maybe if they if their first let's say three games are all right if they go or oh no first four games if they go three and one they're they're shooting they're shooting the one against the Rams and then three wins against the Jets the Titans and, Bra- and Ravens. and ratings um, all right so all right so now uh, AFC West
1: um, this Gordon's is the one movie. with the Raiders, the right?
2: Thing.
1: Yes, and Antonio Brown too. So we have two stories to talk
2: about. I said, is this the Raiders division? Yes, it is. So I want you guys to talk about Antonio. Brown.
0: You want to talk about Antonio Brown and his helmet? <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because and and it's you know of course Drew Rosenhaus is his agent. And that's a horrible pass. Um, Drew Rosenhaus's agent, who was famously the agent of Terrell Owens.
2: So basically any divas? Uh,
0: which are technically most wide receivers. superstar wide receivers are divas. So, um, I don't see what the big deal is. It's a helmet. It's just a piece of equipment. He may have some sort of sentimental value to it. But I would assume that you'd want to upgrade to the new stuff it's probably better and the reason why they won't let him do it is because the new one's supposedly much safer and a bunch of other crap um, that the NFL does I I know they have their their one helmet policy and stuff but it's just a helmet they're gonna tailor it to your head anyways what's the big deal I don't see it I I don't think I think it'll get resolved oh well then that works out for me oh whoa that doesn't work out for me Uh, (laughs) Um, and now you're further back. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it didn't work out for you at all, actually. Um, it'll get resolved. There's no way he's going to retire over this. If he does...
2: That would be so stupid.
0: He's leaving what? I think he's leaving like $30 million or something on the table.
2: Thirty-five million guaranteed?
0: Yeah. So, no way. He's just bringing attention to himself. Because
1: he's a wide receiver. Don't know what else to say about it. I, I got two things to put in there. One, ironically, it's not league-wide accepted because you know who doesn't like the new helmets but isn't making a big throw? Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had gone on the record saying he's not a big fan. I think Aaron Rodgers, right, too. Well, Aaron Rodgers complains about it. That, <laughs> um, the thing about Antonio Brown, he's saying that for some reason it affects him catching the ball. And in my mind, I'm just thinking maybe it's the fact that you have a new quarterback who isn't as accurate as uh, the reason why he can't catch the ball, but I digress. Uh-huh. I just wonder, you know, here's the thing. I don't want to say that, you know, I understand the health issues that playing football creates, but Antonio Brown was kind of a quiet guy for the first seven to eight years of his career. So in my head, hot take number five, is there some brain damage going on with the guy? Just saying, you know, from the football, one too many hits in the head, and you just blow up in this kind of prima donna kind of behavior food for thought it's speculation i, I don't
0: know it was how well i think i don't know it might be uh, he, he might have gotten you know his ego might have grown or i don't know if he was originally with drew Rosenhaus or something like that maybe it's just having an agent like that you know it's like uh, how don king ruined mike tyson you know it could be the same well, thing he did ruin mike
3: tyson.
0: <laughs> yeah no he did ruin mike tyson i'm just saying it might be the same thing Yeah. You know, yeah. even though Jurova's house didn't really ruin, well, kind of sort of ruined To. I mean, if he, you know, told him to quell his his attitude a bit, maybe the Eagles would have been successful when he went to when he when he went over there. You know, but that's a whole other thing. And of course, SB Nation has a beef history his video about To and Donovan McNabb, which is really nice for you to watch. And once again, I keep shouting out SB Nation because I used to write for them. Anyways, <laughs> next. Um, all right, so uh, AFC West, I honestly
1: don't really know much about. I mean, the Chargers are. Melvin Gordon's the only one with holdouts. And yeah. here's a good question because I'll parallel, I'll, I'll take the reins on this one. You parallel Melvin Gordon, who's in the final year of his contract, a holdout like oh, yeah. oh, wanting gosh, to hold out for like 5.6 million versus Zeke Elliott, the Cowboys wanting to hold out. Here's <laughs> the difference for me Zeke Elliott still has two years on his contract. Melvin Gordon has a year left. If mm-hmm. you care about safety and guaranteed money, everything like that, you have your NFL pa rep handle it, and you have your agent handle it, and you have the CBA handle it, because this is what happens when you're ushered into a league for players oh, that's who right. are part of an organization who are doing things for the future, but don't—they they keep cbas for too long, and you don't know what's actually good for the next generation of guys coming in. You know, Melvin Gordon, I get the holdout. He's going to get money somewhere, even though his statistics are more because he was forced to spend the ball a lot, versus, you know, Zeke Elliott, who's going to hold out and hurt himself, going to have his free agency tacked on another year, not get what he wants, and then come back looking humble and bad. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, uh, an interesting thing I wanted to see for, for BU, what he's interested in with the AFC West, is how the Raiders are going to be received in their final season before they move out to Vegas. Um, yeah, that's, that'll be interesting. Um, because I haven't really fought, I mean, I was in San Francisco, but that's not Oakland, so I don't know what the, um, and I'll do a kind of more, like, I'm not going to celebrate, I'm not showboating in front of Andrew here, because I'm actually winning by a lot here. So, um, I got one little thing in place, there you go. Um i think just be
1: happy that they're gone
0: i think i think it'll be bad i think it'll be it might be aching to when cleveland left for baltimore
1: yeah i can see it because I
0: mean, I would just... oakland's well, they're they're they've they've lost the warriors the warriors are moving to san francisco um correct and all they and have they are the, the athletics one day well i mean i think the a's are staying because i mean they're gonna have a stadium all to themselves the Oakland's probably going to build one for them because they'll be the only team that was was willing to stay, um, and the A's have done a lot of, um, like, like rooted in Oakland. Uh, I think that's their their motto for this season. So it's a, very much an Oakland pride thing because um, they're going to be the only team in town. So uh, I think Oakland fans are not going to. I don't think it'll be like with when the Raiders moved to and then left L.A. Um, And L.A. still has a ton of Raiders fans. I think... uh, I I would say it'd be like... It would just be like the Browns leaving for, for, um, for Baltimore. Because why... I mean, the Raiders left once and now they're leaving again. And they're leaving now and I don't think they're going back. So Oakland is essentially just going to lose their football team. And they're not going to get another one back. So that's a whole generation of people that, like L.A. had two teams. The Raiders and the Rams. Uh, the Rams were there no longer. The Raiders were there. They won a Super Bowl. Uh, the Raiders won a Super Bowl in Oakland. Um, it's it's going to hurt a lot for those people that just generations of fans that already had one move. Getting a second one now, and now it's much more, um, much more social media stuff. It's all going to be put under a microscope, and I think the reception is going to be bad. Why? It, or, or uh, when the Browns left, or when the Chargers left San Diego, same thing. I think it'll just be that reception. Like, screw you guys, we're leaving. Uh, you guys can just go. All right, we'll have the A's, and hopefully. Hopefully that's good news for the A's because they have a darn good baseball team. Don't have the revenue because of their stadium and stuff like that. Tear down the Coliseum, play a couple seasons out in San Francisco, go back on their brand new stadium on the the plot. Or no, tear down the Oracle Arena, since the Warriors aren't gonna be there anymore. Mm-hmm. Build the new baseball stadium there. And then tear down the, the Coliseum afterwards, make it a parking lot. That's the that's there's the A's solution right there. Boom. Um that was an aside for baseball. Speaking of baseball. Uh, and we're about to come to the end of the show here. Last five minutes. We'll talk about the NFC next week. All right? We'll leave the NFC next week. because, uh, Especially with the Cowboys. Um, there's a lot of talk about them. Always in the news. Uh, I just want to run through the baseball scores real quick. The Marlins are once again getting spanked by the Braves. We hate Ronald Acuna for some reason. And now I hate him because he's a he's a douche. And he's Freaking keeps hitting against us, so thus he is a douche. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers are winning five nothing against the Cardinals, and they keep flip-flopping back and forth between that division, and the Central NL Central. Uh, the Cubs are winning six two against the Giants right now. The Angels up seven to four on the Rangers, but that game doesn't matter. Neither does the Orioles versus the Royals. The Nationals are destroying the Pirates right now, and uh, yeah. So uh, any thoughts about baseball before we go, guys? League World Series, but we can get to that next week.
2: Well, it'll be over by next week. Uh, well, we can recap it afterwards. Um, All right. Well, I just want to let everyone know who's remaining. Just seconds. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so the teams remaining are, from the U.S. side of things, are the Southeast, which is out of Virginia, uh, the West, which is out of Hawaii, and the Southwest, who is out of Louisiana. Uh, the winner of the west Southwest uh, West Southeast game, which is going on right now, if you want to look up the score and see what's going on, it should be close to over at yeah, this point. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, the winner automatically advances to the U.S. Championship, which will be on the 24th, so in three days. Um, and the loser of this game will face the Southwest. Uh, the winner of that game... Uh, advances to the U.S. final. Meanwhile, over in the international bracket, the remaining teams are Japan. Um, and uh, they have advanced uh, since they won today against Asia Pacific, which I think is Taiwan this year. Um, so because they lost that game, they are facing the Caribbean, which this year is Curaçao. Mm-hmm. Uh, the winner of that ge- South Korea, thank you. Um... South Korea is Asia-Pacific is Asia this year, um, so they are facing Curaçao tomorrow. The winner of that game faces Japan. The winner of the U.S. Championship and the winner of the International Championship go on to play in the final, which is on the 25th. Uh, the losers of those international, of those championship games will play for third place. So that's just a brief uh, look at the sc- of the, what's going on. Do you have the score up? Uh, well, I've got
0: the first two games from today: uh, the Southwest four to one and Japan seven to two. Um, Let me see. And then I've got uh, it's just the schedule that they have on the Little League World Series website. Scroll here. up, he says. So yeah, West it's ooh, nine to eight. Dear Lord! In the top of the fourth. Who's winning? West. West over the Southeast. It's only it's the fourth inning, though. I know, and it's but it's, a, six, it's it, six innings. Yeah, I know, but it's a barn burner. I know. <laughs> they might also be playing at Coors Field. <laughs> um,
2: but It's a bummer, though, because the first two games that Virginia has done, oh, that's who's representing as Virginia, uh, have been no-hitters. So this goes from a no-hitter to giving up nine runs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, hopefully they win, because I'd like to see... Virginia, or the Southeast uh, going to the finals Right. last time that the Southeast won was Warner Robins, Georgia back in 2007 on a walk off home run um, which is, I remember watching that, I was very excited because I've, I've lived basically in the Southeast my entire life uh, so I represent the Southeast
0: Okay. Um, any other, any baseball thing you want to talk about Charles before we head out?
1: Uh I'll just say this, I really, really hope that Luis Severino comes back for the Yanks mm. and does something because our pitching is atrocious. We're playing Oakland tonight and it's really weird because I need them to actually beat us because I do not want to see the Rays in the playoffs as a wild card. Really? But, great strategy, man. You pick the poison that you have. We think we can getting dingers on those guys, but the Rays are gonna get back Glass. Blaz- I think Blaz was actually back, a former leader of the A L E R A they have Blake Snell, who is a very good pitcher. Defending Cy Young wins. winner. <laughs> you know, pitching pitching always wins at the end of the day, guys. So if you're telling me the possibility of playing Oakland and guys who I can't even name on that team as their starting rotation versus two of the top three and probably all the AL teams not named. Person, I think the, the, I think the
0: Rays player. have the best DRA, right? Correct. In the American League. I
1: believe so, too. Yeah. So you tell me which one I mess with because for me as far as i'm concerned all the trades that houston did i i welcome it i love it that means you had to get better to beat us because you know you couldn't do it so that's why you got to get zank ricky but the rays you know there's that there's that sneaky confidence of facing the same team many times throughout the season that you become accustomed to their whole rotation
0: all righty i i guess uh, uh yeah um and i'll save my stuff for next week guys um so, thank you for joining us for this football extravaganza, even though we ended on baseball.
2: Yeah. Um, we're about to... Actually, since... Oh, you want to finish closure, the game? <laughs> just for some closure, I'm just going to run out the clock here. Okay, perfect. i um, an absolute I, I will try not to tackle you. Oh, by the way, my dog is here, so anyone who hears the roofing... <laughs> Wow! I, took I had out. my be- one of my best plays. I just scrambled at the quarterback. <laughs> all right. Mm,
0: um. Mean? All right. One so, last play, basically. Here we go. And uh, I'll be in El Paso next week. Ooh. So I'll, I'll tell you all about that trip. I am plan on attending a Chihuahuas game. I check their schedule. I get in on a Sunday. They play that night. Ooh. And I really hope I can I can go watch them. Speaking of Chihuahuas, and that's it. So, uh, I won the game, but, uh, that's not all that important. The important thing was that you guys joined us for this. We'll promote it, whatever. Chop up this, this, this video. The start of season two of So, uh, we'll hopefully have a regular schedule, but that all depends on our schedules. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you all for joining me. Charles and Andrew, of course. And, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, everybody.
2: Good night. Take care.
3: drive home safely.